My name is Brian, and today is Monday, April 10th, 2023, and this is episode 368 of the Lots Project podcast, a daily look at our journey to live outside the systems of control. It's another Monday morning, another week. How was your weekend? How was everyone's weekend? Hope it was good. Um, Ours was good. Ours was pretty smooth. Uh, Went very uh, smooth on our move. So we'll talk about uh, all that. We'll talk about uh, our new spot where we're sitting and some exciting things online that we've been messing around with and consumed the majority of my weekend and last night for sure because I was on Toolman Tim's show to to explain some stuff. And we did some stuff and things on Tim's show. So uh, talk about that a little bit too. Uh, first of all, I would like to get to this history segment, the wiki history segment. Ryan Ryan Pippen sends that in to me. He uh, he used to post it in the chat. We had a little issue, and he's been more than kind enough to uh, email the history notes to me every every night before the show the next morning, and I get to uh, have a little filler here while we wait for the perfect cup question, wait for people to roll in. So, good morning, Josh. Good morning, Ryan, over there in the comments already. And here in uh, here on this day, on this day in 1872, the first Arbor Day is celebrated in Nebraska. When is the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. When is the second best time to plant a tree? Yesterday. Now, this this really intrigues me that Arbor Day was started in Nebraska. When you think Nebraska, the first thing you think about is trees for sure. For sure. <laughs> Josh says, hope y'all took some notes and stuff of what we relayed. Yeah, we need notes for sure. <laughs> 1912, RMS Titanic sets sail from Southampton, England on her maiden and only voyage. Bon voyage, literally, for those folks. 1916, the Professional Golfers Association of America, the PGA, is created in New York City. A bunch of dudes in New York created a HOA for golf. <laughs> Hey, we don't have a big enough golf club. Let's make it a league. Let's make it a league. In 1970, Paul Paul McCartney announces that he is leaving the Beatles for personal and professional reasons and Yoko Ono. Happy birthday to Sheb Woolley, born in 1921, American singer, songwriter, actor, comedian. Uh, uh, You'll know him from his most popular The Purple People Eater song. And I believe I was looking down here at the bottom and it had like um, 1986 Hoosiers, High Noon and Outlaw Josie Wells. Um, I don't think High Noon came out in 86 or the Outlaw Josie Wells. So I was a little confused. And then uh, Musical Birthday, David Rovix, political activist, singer, songwriter. Eh, I don't know. It might have got messed up in my copy and paste. Uh, my copy and paste game this morning. It is early on a Monday morning for sure. Uh, Josh says Nebraska fucking needs trees. <laughs> That's why they started Arbor Day in Nebraska is because they need trees, not because they have trees. I guess so. Anyway, I just want to give you guys a little warning: new spot, new internet, and um, eh, it's it's fair. 
it's fair uh for streaming for sure it's fair uh ryan says he blames wiki uh i blame wiki and maybe the sticky icky What are you guys drinking this morning? I have a custom. This is a experimental custom blend. It was um, light roast Guatemalan and Papua New Guinea. There you go. Think that sounds good. You should check out the perfectcup.shop or the lostproject.com and click on the shop and hit coffee. Buy coffee. It will now redirect you to Food Forest Farms, who I partner with to make some awesome coffee blends of my own. But I would now like to be able to, and I would like to, and am able to uh, push all of Brian's coffee because we just rearranged everything that uh, how we set things up. And it makes more sense for both of us. So check out Food Forest Farms. Check out the lostproject.com shop. I got coffee mugs to put that coffee in. You can still buy them in my shop or any mug you see or anything really you see on the website. Let me know. You can buy it for lightning. I'll send you an invoice and ship it to you. No problem. Ah, get that sip. Hmm. Question of the day today. Um, I posted it. Excuse me. I'm going to sneeze. Sorry. Sorry. It's there. I know it's there. <coughs> hmm. That wasn't it. <laughs> it's still there. See, we have these dog hairs floating around in this place and they get sucked up into your nose and they are relentless. They will stay, they will hide, and they will jump back up whenever you uh, least expect it and make you sneeze. So you might get a show this morning. But anyway, getting back to that perfect cup question of the day today, I posted it kind of mid-afternoon yesterday, right in the middle of a bunch of conversations. Kind of went a different way. Didn't get a whole lot of feedback, but I did get some feedback. My first uh, feedback on the cup, uh, perfect cup question on Noster, which was good. And I got uh, a pretty decent comment on Telegram. And I think I'm going to roll them together with my thoughts and go with it. So with that, it's time for the 51st edition of the perfect cup a daily question in my thoughts join the discussion in my telegram group t.me slash lots chat that's t.me slash lots chat or look for it across social media the day before i post the question up throw in a comment i will gather all the feedback i will read some on the air i will evaluate it all and throw my comments in and have a short discussion uh the first thing in the morning on the morning show so with that, today's perfect cup question of the day is, do we have free will? Five, five words. Do we have free will? It's, um, it's a very interesting topic, and it goes a lot of different ways. Um, we mentioned free will a few times in the last few weeks with some of these questions. A lot of this comes down to uh, these philosophical philosophical questions come down to um, philosophical philosophical questions come down to basically free will. Are we making our own choices? Are we being are we being persuaded in our choices? Um, do we think we have a choice? And that's that's basically what it's been boiling down to on several of the questions. So only natural, we have it come out just point blank. Do we have free will? Josh was our Telegram reply E before we got into some other discussions about some things that were actually more important. Uh, but uh, Josh says, we have free will and what we get to decide our own actions 
excuse me, we have free will in that we get to decide our own actions. That doesn't mean we have ultimate control or that there aren't other factors that affect our lives. There may even be some elements of predestination we're meant to end up in certain places, meet certain people or similar. Some seem sure seems that way looking from a distance, but all the little decisions we make along the way are still our choices and impact the journey. Even if we're passengers in this life and don't always get to choose where the car goes, we get to pick the tunes and adjust the heat or AC on the way. Fair enough. He's saying we get to choose a lot. Um, and even if we don't get to choose the where we're headed, uh, we get to choose how to get there. And maybe even not the direction to get there, but the comfort and climate and creature comforts on the way. Hmm. So is that really free will, though? I mean, is it ultimate choice? Is it ultimate? Um, later in the discussion, we talked about he chooses not to jump off a cliff. Um, yeah, I mean, there is that. There is that. You always got to throw in the blatantly obvious points. Oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, Pippinized over in the comments says, perhaps the illusion of free will. Uh, and my first comment, first feedback over on Noster for the perfect cup question of the day, uh, Captain Fantastic says, no, just the illusion of it. Even religious folks would have to wrestle with the idea that a God could be omniscient, but also not know what you're doing, going to do in the next five minutes. But it also goes deeper than that in ways not based on religion. So what he's saying is, um, if you believe in God and you believe that God is omnipresent in your life, you can't have it both ways. He can't know the final destination for each individual person, but on a minute to minute basis, doesn't know what's going on. And that's something that, um, that's something that I've discussed with quite a few, uh, religious people that I've got had, had discussions with is why do you feel that God has time for you? Or is God inside you and doesn't have any effect? Just as free will isn't the, total, the same as total control. But is it free will if you're not able to make all the choices? I think, I think they are very close to the same thing. Um, if you aren't able to cho make the choice at every and any step in your life to get the outcome that you perceive, and I'm not saying because you get free will, you get to, to make choices and get to determine your path because just because you make a choice doesn't mean that the outcome is going to be the same. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I asked Josh. I asked Josh, um, I kind of prodded back when he was talking about that he he believes there may be some elements of predestination. Um, so if we're predestined, even in some way in our life, if we're going to meet, say, I'm going to meet Josh, regardless of when I was little Brian back in the early 80s in New York, it didn't matter what I did. I was going to meet Josh in 2022 or 2027 or 2020 
all depending on which choose your own adventure I took. But in the end, I'm always going to get to page 71, which means I meet Josh. Is that free will? Did I get to choose my own adventure to get to the same page? It always seemed like um, the shitty choose your own adventure books back in the 80s. Uh, you could choose all the adventures, but they always ended up at the same page at the end. Is that like life? I don't know. I always like choose your own adventure books. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's why. Um, Tosh says I can make the choices, but that doesn't mean I can't control the outcome. My choices affect me, but some things may not happen despite my choices. That doesn't negate that I have free will. Right? Yeah, I wasn't arguing that you get to make the choices and the outcome can be different. I'm just saying if you if you believe in predetermination or predestination at all i think that makes your choices irrelevant it it turns you into and this isn't something that i i don't really dive deep into this on a daily basis or anything and think about free will try not to it drive you crazy um it's um it's kind of like voting i equated it yesterday when talking about the the predestination uh was it's the illusion of choice it's the i get to vote i get to pick my side and the end goal is going to be the same so is it worth going through the motions of making those choices well in my case voting it's not um whatever but if um in life yeah i mean i guess it's worth it um being able to change the course um, and ne not necessarily the destination. Not always a horrible thing. I mean, the ultimate end goal or the ultimate destination for all of us is in the ground or cremated, but not alive anymore. So, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? I'm going to post this up over on Spotify. If you go out and go over and check out the show on Spotify, the interview only feed that I post up there every day, I pull this segment out. Uh, it's the lots proud or the perfect cup podcast on Spotify. There should be a question and answer section in the, in the Spotify player. Check it out. Check it out. I, uh, I haven't messed around with it much, but if you want to head on over there and if you have thoughts after the fact when you're listening to this, drop it in there. And uh, if we get enough feedback on some of these questions, maybe we'll circle back to them and talk to them, talk them through a little bit more. Grab one more comment from Josh here in the in the comments. He says he says his view is that some things may happen either way, but all the small choices fall under the rule of fuck around and find out. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll wrap this up. It's been around 10 minutes. I appreciate you hanging out this morning and listening to The Perfect Cup. Uh, be sure to check out theperfectcup.shop and thelotsproject.com. Like I said, you can uh, find premium air roast link to premium air roasted coffee and grab coffee, mugs, swag, t-shirts, grab some consulting, grab some consulting. Let's talk about all sorts of things. You can find all, all the information at thelotsproject.com. I appreciate you listening. And now back to the full show. Free will on a Monday morning. Whew. That's a rough one. That is a rough one. Uh, it was a good weekend. It was definitely a good weekend. Uh, the weather at our last spot was 
not good pretty much the whole week. It was rainy, crappy, dreary, overcast. The site, as I um, alluded to all week, was not our favorite. Uh, I never really got into it much, but it was gravel. The whole place was gravel or soaking wet. And for me to go out of the camper, Corey laughed at me. Like, I don't know, because I had to wear my boots climbing over the mountain so many times or uh, had shoes on the majority of the week prior. When I stepped onto this gravel, it was painful. It was really painful. Um, it wasn't class five. It was like a bigger, bigger cut of gravel than class five. And uh, it was an old pipe yard. It wasn't comfortable by any means. Um, the setup was not ideal for us, but I can't complain about the place. This is what it is. It's what it's listed as. It's what it. Um, it's what all the reviews talk about. It's perfect for an overnight. It's perfect for an overnight. A pull in, pull out, um, sleep. Maybe not even unhitch the unhitch the trailer. Uh, big open wide areas to turn around. Relatively flat to where you wouldn't have to level. It's quiet, um, other than being on a road with like 8 million cops and high-speed chases and roadblocks and all sorts of shit. But the site is what it is. It's a rest stop for travelers. Um, it's right off the highway, right off of, uh, what was that, I-40? It's I-40, uh, like within two miles of I-40, easy in and out. There's a gas station right there. I understand why it's so popular, why it's so busy, but... It's just not our thing when we're parked and we have people rolling in and out every night, every morning. Um, it wasn't the best place to walk the dogs. I mean, there was a big open field, big open field. Not ideal to walk the dogs around in a square for, you know, half an hour around a big open field. You feel like you're walking in circles because you really just are. Um, but it was what it was. It was cool. There was a really huge cemetery across the street. Got to hang out there a little bit, but like I said, the weather was meh uh, the whole week. So we were excited to move on. I would say that as a long stay, uh, that was probably the one we liked the least. Uh, we've had some uh, one-nighters while we were traveling that were a little sketchy and uh, didn't like them as much. But as far as a long stay, I can't give the guy a bad review because it's exactly what it is. It's exactly what he lists it as. He wasn't... Um, he wasn't being facetious in any means. Uh, there were some spots we probably could have taken that were a little more barefoot friendly, I would say. Uh, but it was way more high traffic. We would have been back with um, several full-time campers, uh, full-time, several full-time RVers that were there. Uh, I think work people working and things like that. So we didn't want to be back there. We chose to be out in the gravel, but um, yeah, it was it was probably not the best. Not the best. Yeah, it is what it is. If we have to stop, it's a nice rest stop. Um, I have imagined we'll be traveling through that area quite often. We do like the area we're in now. Uh, we like it down in Texas. We really enjoyed Arkansas, so that I-40 corridor probably isn't out of the question. And if we want to, I'm going to kill this um, disgustingly huge thing. There's these mayfly slash um, mosquito hybrid things here. They're scary as shit, man. They're huge. Um, 
but anyway, we'll probably be traveling through there uh, in our travels for sure. So it's a nice spot. We know that it's safe, flat, and uh, easy in, easy out. And uh, so it goes on the list. That's what it goes on the list for. But easy move to on uh, on Saturday. No issues. Uh, if you remember last week, we thought we were going to have a really nice, smooth move and ended up having to change a tire um, on the way or before we left. And uh, so that slowed things down. Man, this travel day, I don't think it could have gone smoother. It was um, we had to get gas, but it was a little longer. Uh, we had to we looked for one gas station. We had to skip that one and go find another one. Uh, but the second one we found was wide open. It was pretty easy. Other than that, I mean, we got to our site. We found our site very easily. Um, it was easy to figure out where to go. Uh, everything was set up and uh, we leveled up real easy. And it's just nice. It's uh, We're in a neighborhood. We're in a small town in kind of a neighborhood, a little spread out. Um, Price is right. In network, found this through uh, through a community member. Uh, that's, that's a big part of... Um, a lot of the TSP communities and things like that. So I appreciate that. Thanks, Aaron. Uh, and yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Met the owners, the property owners live on the backside of the property. Uh, they think they, she, he said they own like 35, 35, 40 acres, something like that. Um, and they have two RV spots here. Uh, met the neighbor that lives in the other RV that's here. And uh, everything's nice. Everything's nice. Um, Corey took the dogs for a walk yesterday. I have not yet done that. And that's my job during the week so we'll see she said it's not horrible it's really kind of a busy road but uh, maybe we'll find some other paths and shortcuts through the woods or something like that to take the dogs but very very easy travel day and we are happy with the site we found and that's good because we're probably going to be here for a month and a half ish maybe two depending on how things go how things go in town to do some work um or some evaluation at a minimum, and uh, hopefully some work up on uh, Toolman Tim's. Got a piece of property here in Tennessee, and so we're going to go check that out and see if we can do some work for him and uh, get things rolling for him to have a nice little uh, workshop south location. Uh, so got here, got settled in, uh, spent Saturday night and Sunday... Corey and I decided, well, I decided I had a shitload of work to do. I was on Tim's show last night and uh, we were talking um, Noster and getting people signed up and this and that. Uh, I knew that uh, James from Gingerbread Farm was going to be on. He had some questions. Tim had some questions. Those guys are both iPhone users and I am not. So I dug through, I figured that out on Friday, I dug through and found an old burner iPhone that I have uh, a crypto wallet on and kind of talked to Josh, uh, the renegade butcher there in the comments and, and walked through with him and said, Hey dude, uh, what do you think? You think I can just do a clean install on the computer? And he's like, yeah, make a new username on your computer. Cause I use windows, never got into to, to Linux or anything like that. Um, so we, he's like, yeah, just make a new user and it shouldn't carry anything over to your brave tabs or anything. I was like, that's good. Cause I didn't want to sign out of everything. I'm logged into so much shit. Um, he's like, yeah, just make a new user. <laughs> so I did. Uh, I pulled up the iPhone. I think I had to update it four times 
that's how old this iPhone is. I think I had to update it four times uh, to be able to dom- download Domus, which is uh, a Noster client on iPhone. And so I did that. And yesterday, uh, I spent Saturday and yesterday morning, I spent the majority of the time doing screen records of how to sign up for everything, how to set everything up. Uh, and then editing it together, doing voiceover. Josh was uh, very kind and did an Android complete install for me because I didn't have an extra I or uh, Android. I break mine. I get new phones when mine breaks. Corey gets new phones when she feels like getting a new phone, and it's been like five years. So hers still work when she's done, and uh, I, I hold on to them for extra for just. Uh, not nefarious purposes by anything, but just an extra, extra way to categorize, extra way to separate things out and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's what I did this weekend. Uh, got it together. It was uh, very rough. It's very rough. It was thrown together. It was 25 minutes of clips after I got them done. And then I had to do voiceover on top and try to explain things in real time. It was tough. It was tough. The plans are, though, throughout this week, hopefully I get time to clip that down into the individual segments. So how to sign up for a wall, uh, how to sign up for an Albi account, how to make your Albi lightning address, how to do this, how to fill out the profile, make them short, um, under three minute clips, hopefully, especially the the vertical video, the, the screen records on the phone. They didn't translate really well to YouTube, so it's hard to see what's on the screen. Uh, Josh was able to redo his um, in a vertical mode and post it on Noster and post it in Telegram and things like that, which made everything a lot clearer, made everything you could see everything a lot more. So I'm hoping to be able to pull those clips out, do them individually, do re-voiceovers on them and edit them a little bit more, get some... uh, get some information on the screen, put titles in and things like that, and then release them all as polished. Or you can go struggle your way through the long the long version. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. But it's really hard after doing it, running through it, going so fast, and then recording it, and then trying to slow down and explain it to someone that's never done it, has no idea and i'm looking at the screen going oh yeah that's what i did as i'm trying to explain it it's tough it's interesting it's definitely interesting so i think with a reference point of having the whole thing done and being able to clip them down and really focus on one to three minutes of um a voiceover makes it easier it just makes it easier voiceover is not my uh my cup of tea by any means it's um I'm more of a uh, live go with it as I'm as I'm saying it type of recorder. So it gets tough with that voiceover after the fact. And then I get really nitpicky um, when I do it live. It kind of is what it is. If I mess up my words, I mess up my words. Um, if it's voiceover, if I have one little hiccup, I want to go back and redo it. And when you're doing a 10 minute clip or a five minute clip, there's lots of room for hiccups in there can't stay away from this uh guatemalan papa new guinea this morning it's uh it's good it's good if you uh if you want some let me know i can uh i can let the let brian know which uh, 
which experimental roast it was and uh, he can get you something similar because he takes notes on all of that so anyway that's what i spent uh, the weekend doing and then got that up in time uh early enough then Corey and i went for a ride yesterday afternoon and uh went to try to check out old two man tim's property uh she had sundays off and so we spent some time together uh before i had to go on and be on a live stream we drove around. Uh, one thing about Tennessee, man, there is no cell service. Uh, I don't know if it's Verizon. I don't know if it's Tennessee. I don't know what it is, but um, Tim dropped us a pin of his property. It's a raw property. There is no mailbox or mailing address, I don't believe. Uh, it looked like um, after the fact, I got some more maps and things like that, but it looks like it was a larger property that was divided up. And Google Maps decided to bring us on the backside of the property, um, the backside of the property, not where the easement road comes off the main road. So we were driving around. Um, the pin was on the map. We were on a road. We were probably a quarter mile from the pin that Tim sent, um, which are the actual coordinates of his land. But Google Maps was dumb and didn't know there was a easement road. Uh, to get access to those. So I tried to do some searching. I tried to do some Googling. I tried to do use Telegram. And we were both on emergency call only um, at that location. So I couldn't load anything. We remembered how we got there. So we turned around, we drove back. Um, and when we got back, I hooked up with Tim and realized that um, what happened. I got some more maps. Mapped it out. Easy mistake. It's not that far, so it's not a big deal. It's not like I drove four hours and couldn't find it. Um, yeah, it's a nice area. It's a nice area. I'm excited to get over there and and walk around and see see what is available to get done. Um, work in with what Tim has going on, and then we got some big ideas and some big uh, big plans for that property to uh, make it worth his while. Make it worth his while for sure. So that's cool. Hopefully going to get back over there this week, early this week, um, and uh, start doing some uh, some planning and and uh, and figuring. And uh, when Tim gets down here later this month, we will uh, let him know what I think. Let him know. So, um, excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. So we headed back from that. We were going to go for a walk. And on the way back, we decided, hey, let's check out the local... Uh, local cuisine in this uh, huge Tennessee town. Um, yeah, it's a it's a one it's a no stop sign town. I think there's one stop sign depending on which direction you're coming from, but that's just because it's at a T, uh, not because it necessarily needs a stop sign. Uh, but there's a Mexican restaurant in uh, in town and Corey's like, hey, we've kind of had Mexican uh, some of the places we went. let's uh, let's get it see how it is. And I'm glad we did. I'm glad we did. It was very, very good. Um, I got the, what was it called? The special dinner? <laughs> the special dinner. Uh, it was basically one of a lot of different things. It was a taco, a chalupa, um, enchilada, some other things, something I couldn't pronounce. Half the shit they put down in front of me, I had no idea what it was called. I just ate it, and it was good. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, it was good. Corey got uh, enchiladas. She said they were fantastic. Uh, everything that they put on the on the table seemed uh, authentic Mexican. I would say that this was not a somebody trying to figure out how to run a Mexican restaurant. I would say that these are people that were probably from 
or first generation from Mexico that opened a restaurant because it was damn good. It was damn good. I'm glad we're going to be here for uh, for an extended period of time because I will definitely be getting a little bit more food from there. Uh, and I was also informed at the gas station that there are no laws in this town, especially if you are in the click. Yes. Saturday, I went to grab some beer. I asked about the, the Sunday alcohol laws and was informed that they don't give a shit about laws in this town. I, I felt very comfortable where I'm at. <laughs> I feel very comfortable where I'm at. So I think that's one of the draws to Tennessee in general is that um, that very aspect right there of we don't give a shit. We do what we want. I think that's why a lot of people are headed here. I think that's why a lot of people have stuck here. And I think that's why, um, yeah, I think that's why I feel comfortable here. That's a, uh, that was cool. That was cool. Um, yeah, it's a nice area. Like I said, uh, the campsite here is, um, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's definitely, um, not our ideal stuck in the woods, back in the woods, not stuck. I don't want to be stuck anymore, but, uh, parked back in the woods by ourselves or off in a field like we were in Texas or a private campground, even though this is a private campground, it's, it's kind of in a neighborhood. There's neighbors, there's three houses across the street. There's, uh, like I said, another little camper here, but uh, yeah, the give and the take. I can't beat the price, guys. I can't beat the price. Uh, so that's nice. That's nice. Happy. Happy for sure. Uh, what else we got on the list here? Uh, 10K Fridays was on Friday. This last Friday, Josh, the Renegade Butcher, won the initial 10K Friday. Weird 10K giveaway Fridays is uh, 10,000 Satoshis I give away. I will hopefully this morning get the get the show scheduled up and be able to start sending that link around. I thought about it a little bit more, and the fact that there aren't a ton of people that can get up at uh, 6 Central every morning, or especially on Friday mornings when it's the end of the week and you're tired. Half the country, it's 5 or 4 in the morning. I guess the 7 o'clock people can be up, but uh, I think it's a, a little early for some, so I want to give them a chance to play a little bit. So I'm going to do 10K giveaway Fridays plus 1,000. So I guess it'd be 11k giveaways Fridays. Um, I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that link posted up as soon as I can, and I'll start making announcements and spreading it around. We will use the the hashtag function, and we'll see if it works this week. If it doesn't, I apologize. You missed out on like six cents or whatever a thousand satoshis is. Um, <laughs> oh no, Ryan, your 7 a.m. would be an advantage. Uh, you're going to be still able to get the 10K live giveaway. I'm just going to give people a chance if they want to stop in and drop a hashtag in the comments uh, beforehand that they have a little bit of uh, skin in the game and I will give away a non-live 1,000. Little pittance, you know, throw some breadcrumbs to the folks that can't get up early and watch. So anyway, anyway, I'll just probably get that around this morning sometime and get that posted. Um, and then, yeah, be sure to show up on Friday live. We know that functionality works. We did it last weekend or last Friday and it worked fun, worked fine and was fun. Mm -hmm. Yep. I can talk this morning and uh, yeah, I look forward to doing it again. It's usually 
this is all came out because I feel so grateful that I make Satoshis online, that people stream Satoshis on Fountain or Podverse, anywhere on the podcast 2.0 um, value for value network. When you listen to podcasts and you stream me Satoshis, um, lightning payments, tips in Tipbot on Noster. Now I want to give that back. I want to give people the opportunity to say, Hey, I don't know how to, I don't know where to get lightning. I don't, I don't know. I don't know this and that log on to my show Friday morning. Put in the hashtag that we say for the day and you'll have a chance to win 10,000 Satoshis. You want to learn how to use Lightning? Join my Telegram group. Say, hey, I'm here to learn about Lightning and I'll send you some. I just send it and we'll get you set up and we'll walk you through the process. Josh and I also have a, a podcast that we're firing back up on Tuesday night uh, that talks completely about Lightning. Uh, Lightning for Liberty. If you find the link to that group, uh, it's t.me slash lightning liberty, I believe. Josh, you can correct me in the comments if I'm wrong, but I believe it's t.me slash lightning liberty. Uh, we talk about lightning. Join that group. Say you were you were looking to learn about lightning, and there's a group of full of people. I think there's a hundred people in there that are willing to teach you. They want you to understand and learn and enjoy it to make it more accepted, to get it mass adopted. So I'm willing to give back the value that I gain for putting out content to bring people in and get people to experience it. That's why I spent my Sunday morning making a tutorial on how to sign up for Noster, Noster, Naster, however you want to pronounce it. That's why I did it. It wasn't for views. It could be in three weeks. It could be totally irrelevant. It can be totally irrelevant what I made videos of in a couple of weeks. Things are changing that fast, but I felt it was worth the time that if I could get enough people in the next couple of weeks to watch it, to sign up, that makes all the time worth it. It's not the views on YouTube. Yes, I would love the views. I would love it to go viral. I would love super thanks. I would love whatever on the video, but that wasn't the the goal that wasn't the purpose that wasn't why i wanted to do it that's not why i spent the time to do it it was to let people make it through the process on their own get them signed up get them using it get them understanding the value the power of this network and go with it um jack spierko said this weekend that he's got an initiative kicking off today um i imagine it's going to be similar to the initiative he did with float uh with a uh, common common hashtag of people posting stuff that's not Bitcoin related. Um, Noster is very Bitcoin centric, of course, that's what it's based on. Uh, so the conversation and the, the first, the first users obviously are heavy Bitcoin enthusiasts. That's why they're there. Twitter didn't let you use Bitcoin. Noster is someplace where you can use value for value and, um, and Bitcoin. So Jack has decided he wants, well, he wants, it's good for the whole thing. Um, but he did it on float where he encouraged people to post homesteading pictures, gardening pictures, nature pictures, pet pictures, whatever, everything, everything you would post on social media. Why can't we post that on Noster? It's just not about Bitcoin. Bitcoin's just the, the backbone that it runs on. And the functionality of value for value on quality posts. 
So post how you grew your enormous carrots and somebody else might find value in it and send you a little tip. That's the point. But Jack's starting an initiative today, I believe. Um, he said to look out for it. I'm not really sure. It's going to be a uh, common hashtag. It's going to be a push to onboard people over to Noster and start flooding it with non-Bitcoin stuff and Bitcoin stuff. Bitcoin stuff is important. Like I said, that's the backbone it's kind of built on. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Let's fill it up. Let's make it Twitter. Let's make it adopted. Let's screw Elon. We can post it there too. We can post it there. Um, Josh says he's already following homesteading, gardening, and stuff like that. Meeting of the Minds is his daily video he does over there. So make sure you follow that hashtag over here on Noster. And he's going to start doing his uh, Season for Freedom weekly videos, which every week should definitely be ginger or garlic. Just back and forth. Ginger and garlic. Um, but yeah, he has, he's very good about hashtagging those things. So if you go over to Noster and you follow hashtag season for freedom, hashtags, homesteading, gardening, meeting of the minds is a good one. He does a daily post every morning. So I should probably start hashtagging all my stuff, the lots project, just because I, I started on Twitter or on, uh, on TikTok a while back doing that. And now I have like a hundred thousand Hundred thousand views on the hashtag or something. Weird, weird. Eventually, people can just search that and find your content. So that'd probably be a good idea. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Josh. I will start doing that, and I will be sure to let you all know what I choose, so you can be sure to follow along. Anyway, tonight I have live interview Monday night. Lots to talk about tonight. I'm talking with Ken Stearns. He uh, left a corporate. America. He was an international insurance salesman, lived all over the world and um, decided to pack it all away, jump in a van, drive around the country with a microphone and start a podcast. Huh. I wonder what we could talk about. <laughs> now we're going to talk about his podcast. It's totally different than mine. Uh, he digs deep into interviews with people. We've talked about it and um, I think I'll end up being on his show also. But Ken's coming on tonight to tell his story and have a discussion. Hope you can check it out. That's going to be at 6 p.m. Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter. Uh, I don't think I have it set up for Rumble. But uh, yeah, check it out. Check it out or check out the replay. It'll be audio on uh, the full podcast feed. Lots to talk about. Pull out or anywhere uh, where it streams video should be. Have a replay. Yeah most likely just YouTube for the replay. It's the easiest to find and watch. So definitely check that out. Should be a good interview. Um, yeah, Ken Stearns tonight. Item of the day today is the Zippo 12-hour refill refillable ham warmer. These things are really good. I found them when we were up in Minnesota when it was cold all the time. They're great for a hunting pack. Uh, not the best for a hunting pack. I do recommend more of uh, the, the shake and warm-up um, hand warmers for emergencies or a uh, charged up battery bank style dual hand warmer uh, for like your go bags. But if you can plan, if you're going uh, on a trip where you know you're going to need a hand warmer all day, these are great to fill up in the morning. You basically open it up, fill it with uh, Zippo lighter fluid, close it up, light it, and it stays hot for 12 hours. It's fantastic. Uh, only drawback is you need to have the Zippo fluid. And you can't turn it off. Like legit... 
I've taken it on hunting trips and used it during the day and nine o'clock at night. Um, it was only supposed to be 12 hours. I might've overfilled it a little bit. That thing was still piping hot nine o'clock at night when I went to go to bed and uh, had to throw it in the sink, the bathroom sink in the ceramic. So it didn't set anything on fire. I was like, this thing's pretty cool. Um, so check it out. Check it out. They're a little, they're nice to have around um, a little extra heat source if you need one. I don't think it's going to heat your room by any, by any means, but toss it in a pocket. At least keep your chill off your fingers. That's the Zippo 12 hour refillable hand warmer. The link is in the video and audio notes. Even if you don't need to buy hand warmers, but you got to buy something on Amazon today, check out that link, click it. It is an easy way to support the lots project. When you click that link, anything you buy on Amazon in that shopping trip, we get a little kickback and uh, commission for, and we definitely appreciate that. Other than that, let's wrap it up for a Monday. We're hitting 45 minutes. You can always find me at thelothproject.com on Twitch, Telegram, YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, Gab, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Fountain.fm, and all the other podcast 2.0 value for value exchange podcast players. Hey, guys, enjoy your Monday. Start that week off right. Get a shit ton done so you got less to do later in the week. Have a good one, and we will catch up with you tomorrow. Tomorrow.